0: Welcome to the handbook, your guide to life, leadership, and health. And I'm your host, Gene Reed. So I thought it'd be fitting to do more or less of a preface to this handbook. So the following chapter you're going to listen to, just give me giving some background on who I am, what it is we're actually doing here to kind of give the listeners a, a little better understanding. it'll be somewhere people can go later on down the road. If you come in during chapter 17, 18, 19, you want a little background rather than doing a full explanation before each episode, you know, that's what we're going to do here. So stay tuned. That'll be coming up next year and I hope you enjoy it. All right, everyone, I guess it's official. We are officially in the world of podcasting now, so that's exciting. Again, my name is Gene Reed. I'll be the host of The Handbook. I'm just sitting here kind of thinking, what's the easiest way to give a quick rundown on my background and explain what the show is about? So I'll just break myself down into personal and professional. I think the easiest way to start is just to go through kind of my professional qualifications, if you will. I am... A police sergeant with the Newcastle County Police in Delaware. I've been there for about 10 years. It's been a great experience. Before I was with the Newcastle County Police, I was with the Maryland State Police, stationed down in Salisbury, Wicomico County. Another great experience. I started my law enforcement career pretty young. Even before that, I started in Wildwood, New Jersey as a seasonal officer for two summers you know, started that basically started in the law enforcement game when I was 18. So 18 to 20 was in Wildwood 20 to 22 was with the Maryland state police. And then I'm now 31 and I've been with the County police in Delaware. So it's been a, it's been quite a ride, but man, I've got to see a lot of changes in law enforcement over that time. So very interesting. We'll get more into that, you know, in, in future episodes, but it's been quite the journey. So, I'm also a big proponent of higher education. So, the rundown on that, I have a bachelor's degree in public safety administration, got that from Newman University. Nice little school in Pennsylvania. I then went and got my master's degree in education, also from Newman University. I'll tell you what, I highly recommend that school. I really do. This is not a plug for them or anything, but banged out the master's degree in a year. Really opened me up to the world of higher education. It was good stuff. And because I'm a real glutton for punishment, I continued on this journey, and I'm really about six to eight months away from, actually that's probably an exaggeration, maybe a year away from completing my PhD. So I've been attending Liberty University for that. It's effectively all online now due to COVID. And uh, yeah, that's been a really difficult experience. But I've learned so much. And it's interesting because, you know, in my master's degree... You know, there's not I wouldn't say a master's degree is factual learning. I'm probably not explaining this very well, but you know, I felt like my bachelor's degree, you learn a lot of facts. And my master's program wasn't necessarily like learning factual things. It was more opening your mind to thinking creatively, working with others, using different technology mediums to get your point across. And then once I got to the PhD level, that boils down to two things. Number one, you have to be able to synthesize information in an efficient manner. What I mean by that is most of the classes at some point in time, you're writing what's called a literature review. So you pick a topic, you read everything there is to read about it for the most part and wrap your head around all of that and then synthesize that and re- and just review that literature. You know, most literature reviews are anywhere between 18 to 25 pages, somewhere around there. And really with the, again, the PhD, I can't say that, and I guess I should say what it's in. I mean, generally speaking, it will be in the field of criminal justice, but I've really been focusing my time and effort on stress management. And specifically the character traits of resiliency, right? job burnout in police officers, how fitness comes into the mix on that. And really what the PhD does is it forces you to, to become an effective researcher. That's what it does. It forces you to generate an idea, research it, see where you're at, and then document your findings. In a nutshell. It's actually very more much more involved than that. But I got to say, I think the thing I've learned the most during this process has been time management. Absolutely. Time management. And that's going to kind of bring me into my personal world a little bit. So I am both a husband and a father. My wife is a school teacher. And we have a daughter. She's about eighteen months old. We have our second kid on the way. A baby boy. He's coming towards the end of March. So we're very excited for that. And I you know, I piggybacked off of time management because quite honestly, with my wife not being the great mother she is and just somebody who can allow me to go do my endeavors like this podcast, for example, you know, I have a very, I wouldn't call it an an obsessive personality, but, or maybe my parents would probably say it is. But when I put my mind to something, I, I go do it, you know, full tilt. And my wife understands that. And she knows that that's who I am. And it's annoying sometimes, I'm sure. But she gives me the space to do that. So, there's been many times where I kind of wake up in the morning and then I go down in the basement to do schoolwork and I'm just down there for four or five, six hours and she doesn't give me any crap about it. So she's a great partner. And that also extends to, I guess you could put me in the realm of a fitness enthusiast. You know, fitness has just been a, a huge part of my existence. You know, my dad first introduced me to fitness when I was 12, 13 years old, I think. And it was in our garage, showed my sister and I I have an older sister. She's two years older than me. She has three boys of her own. And it's actually pretty cool because all of our kids are within basically eight months of each other. She has two twins who are 18 months old. She has another older son who's two and a half or so. So it's very cool. They get to see each other all the time. But anyway, I remember my dad introduced me to push-ups and sit-ups and I was immediately hooked. You know, and I've done everything over the years from trying the bodybuilding stuff out to powerlifting. I got involved in triathlons. You know, I did Ironman Maryland a couple years ago. Racked up some other triathlons. But I've always used fitness. As a release, you know, and I think a lot of this podcast or this handbook is going to be geared towards just that stress management. What are we doing here? You know, and it's really not just for the law enforcement community. I think initially a lot of these episodes will be geared towards that because, well, that's where my peer group is right now. But that's going to expand because something I've learned throughout my educational career is, you know, everybody experiences stress and sure police officers can say that their job is more stressful than a bank teller or a car mechanic or whoever, right? However, it's really, it, it's all up to the person, right? It's, it's up to the individual how they perceive stress you have some very seasoned police officers who you get a call for shots fired, you get a call for a barricaded subject or a domestic with a weapon. I mean, their heart rate's barely getting elevated and we'll talk more about that. I mean, that's because the body is just an amazing machine, if you will, that can adapt to these things. It doesn't mean it's a good thing, but perception and stress is really what it's all about. So, There's a lot of different mediums you can use to combat that, right? And we're going to get into all that kind of stuff and that's why we're going to be having people who are well-versed in those areas. I talked about one of the initial intro videos. You know, our guest selection is just going to be all over the place because a lot of people just think of stress management as, you know, your, I guess your health, right? Our slogan here is, or one of our, I guess you call it a slogan is is life, leadership, and health, right? That's that's what we're talking about. Well, we we're probably going to have a financial advisor on the on the show pretty soon because guess what? If your finances aren't in check and you're worrying about how you're going to pay the bills, you, trust me, your your mental health is not there. We're going to have fitness experts on. We're going to have mental health professionals on, and then we're just going to have everyday people on. Because you can have all the experts on that you want. But I want to have actual people on who may not be an expert, but they can lend some credence to their experiences, what they've done, trial and error. And it's going to be a really fun experience, I think. So I don't know if that really sums me up, but you kind of get a general idea of where I'm coming from. The whole concept behind this handbook is I've just been a huge proponent. I think I had a shift in my mentality about three years ago, maybe. And it was when I was finishing the master's program, getting started with the PhD program. And just realizing that it it really doesn't do me any good to just hold on to information. And that's why our motto here is, if you learn something, share something. And it means exactly what it says or how it reads. Right? I have accrued a ton of information through my law enforcement career, my fitness career, the relationships I've had over the years, and I've learned a lot. So why would I not give that out to other people who can benefit from it? Specifically, if I'm speaking in terms of law enforcement, I have at least another 10 years with the Newcastle County Police. And I'm excited for that. I really am. However, I'm going to try and make it somewhere that I really want to work. And why would you not? Right? Why not go to a place that you enjoy working at? Right? If you're going to be there for 8, 10, 12 hours a day or whatever it is. So that's what we're doing here, the handbook. Every episode or chapter, I don't know how I'm going to actually code them, but it's just a chapter that you can listen to and kind of add it to your own little handbook, your handbook of life, whatever you want to call it. There'll be little tips in there, things that you might pick up. And if nothing else, this will just give you something to listen to. Maybe you started walking or exercising or if you're a police officer and you want something to listen to while you're on midnights or you work in a warehouse and you want to listen to something whatever the case may be that's what this is going to be here for well I think I accomplished my mission with the preface maybe next episode's coming out Today is December 31st when I'm recording this. We're looking at Friday, January 8th. And this is going to be a journey. Add this to the list of journeys that I've gone through. So I want to thank you for joining me. And hopefully we're going to get some information out. So as always, I'm Gene Reed. I'm your host. And if you learn something, share something. Thank you.